Well, everyone, this is Keith Jowers with Dads for Life, and this is the Dad Connection. I appreciate each and every one of you for joining us here today. And do I have a friend and special message for you today? Fathers, are you involved? Are you involved with, with your children and your family? I know you're involved in your work. You know, I know you're involved with getting through all that we just came through last year. But are you involved with your children? That's the topic today with my friend Ryan Roy. Well, everybody, this is Keith Jowers, and welcome back to the Dad Connection Podcast. I have my friend Ryan Roy, and we are going to be discussing fathers being involved with your children, with your family, with your life today. And he has started this called Fathers Being Involved, or FBI Dads, and we're going to talk about that because it's no longer small. It has really grown, and I'm excited to have him back on the Dad Connection. So Ryan, welcome to the Dad Connection. Hey Keith, I'm excited to be here. Always great to uh, talk with you and, and get caught up with you and see what you're doing in your world and, and, and obviously sharing what's going on in my world. So I'm excited for today's interview. Ryan, welcome back. I know you're a husband and father of two young boys, ages three and nine, and that's got to keep you busy. But you're also the owner of Justify or Just Do It Coaching and focusing on accountability and taking action. Uh, you're the author also, just like I am. We have uh, wrote a few books and you wrote one called Be the Dad You Wish You Had Had. And I could relate to that book as well as I have a copy and and it's on Amazon best-selling book, uh, book list. And folks, you can find it right there. We're gonna put a link to that information in our podcast here today. And your current project, though, is what I want to talk about today, Ryan. I want to talk about the FBI dads. Now, we know what FBI stands for with law enforcement, being my background is that. But I also know that FBI in your world stands for fathers being involved. It's, I know it's a program that helps fathers just do what we talk about in, um, when you and I discuss things about being involved with your kids. So I would like to hear a little bit more about FBI dads and how you got started with that and where it's at today. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, so FBI Dads Fathers Being Involved is a program that was, um, it, it actually started at my son's elementary school 15 years ago, a bunch of dads kind of got together. And, you know, from each, you know, group of kids that came in, it was surviving. When I got there, I want to say it was almost on its last leg. And uh, I was really excited being a new uh, dad to the elementary school. One of the things that, you know, my background, but for those who may not, I was abandoned by my own father at age five. Uh, and it affected me so much that I didn't want to be a father myself. Um, but, you know, God put a beautiful woman in my life and she was the right person. And we have two beautiful children now, but you know, the reason I wrote Be the Dad You Wish You Had is because that's what I want to do. I, I didn't have a father to emulate. So I wrote Be the Dad You Wish You Had, right? With intentionality, do what I thought would be a good father. So my father was absent. And I decided when I was uh, realized I was going to be a dad that I would be fully present. And that includes being involved in all aspects of my son's life. So when we were going into elementary school, 
and we were doing one of those uh one of the open house nights and the pta booth was there and my wife is picking up every flyer and talking to every mom trying to figure this thing out and one of the moms at the pta booth says hey dad we have a dad's group here do you want to sign up for the email list and she did it kind of sheepishly but i was like you have a dad's group here i'm welcome this is amazing. And I got to that sheet and I looked down and there was only one other email address on there. But I thought to myself, well, we're here early. It's the first night and we're at the table first. So you know what? I'm just the second guy who signed up. Keith, I'll tell you that I sat next to my email waiting patiently for weeks for an email from this FBI dad's group. And, and they weren't coming through so much. So I was like, what do I do? I, maybe I put down the wrong email. Maybe my handwriting was off, right? I tend to have that chicken scratch. I write really fast. Maybe they misprinted it. But finally an email came through and there was a meeting one night. And it said six o'clock on a Tuesday, meet at the school cafeteria. But mind you, I'm new to this whole experience. It only been to the school one other time. So I pull up that night, probably 15 minutes early. I pull around to where the cafeteria entrance is and there's no cars. And I check the email again to make sure it's the right night and the right time. And, and finally, I kind of walk around and a guy comes out and he says, are you here for the FBI dads? I said, I am. Am I in the right place? He goes, you are. I said, where are all the other dads? And his response to me, he said to me, you know, the dads just don't want to be involved. And I thought to myself, at a, at a, at a cellular level, that's, that's false. That's wrong because I'm a dad and I want to be involved. So it was he and I, and he explained to me what the group was at the time. <clears throat> and it was basically dads read to the classrooms uh, four times a year. He says, well, you know, dad's reader day, if we could get some dads come to the reader day, it's great. So a week later was the first dad's reader day. I showed up and 40 dads were there to read. And I thought, wow, he said dads don't want to be involved. So I had an, a tremendous experience that day. I read to two classrooms. We have 60 classrooms in the school. There are 40 of us. So I read to a second classroom. But the next reader day, there was about 20 dads. And the next reader day that year, there were 10 dads. And the last reader day, there were five dads. And on that day, I read to 10 different classrooms because I didn't want a classroom to go unread. But I couldn't go all 60. And I vowed to myself in that moment, like this needs to change because 40 dads showed up at the beginning. Why did not 40 dads show up at the end? And why aren't there 60 to read? So I approached the principal the next year and I said, hey, I think we need to change up the dad's program a little bit and bring a breakfast portion to it. So the dads have breakfast with the kids and then they go off to the reader days and it'll build. Uh, and the first time we did that, uh, we did six dads showed up. <laughs> and I go, this is not the direction I thought this was going to go. But I'll tell you the long end of, the, of it is it has flourished. I stuck to it. I found a winning formula for dads to... Um, get put on an email list, a way to communicate with them in a way that they can relate. And it has grown in, you know, three years from those six dads to last year, pre-COVID, we had a breakfast where there was 188 dads, but we averaged 155 dads at a breakfast event. I haven't had to read to a classroom in three years because there's a wait list to get on the classrooms to read. Um, and the dads are really really engaged at this point so you know i'm very proud of what we've done with fbi dads 
so Ryan, you've taken a vision and you just kind of brightened it a little bit and kind of redid it and thought through it and where it come from. And I mean, you took a couple of ads and that's what it takes is one spark to start the fire basically. And, and um, you were growing quite a bit, weren't you? In, in so many ways. I mean, personally, um, professionally in, in a way, because I take some of the tools I use in my own coaching practice, right? How to engage people, how to take action, how to do things um, and, and applying those principles to this. And, you know, it's, I, I think too many times we overcomplicate things as human beings and life is really simple. I mean, at a cell, it's just really simple. So people say, well, how do you get the dads involved? I tell them, hey, I just need three hours of your time a year. And they're like, what do you mean? Because they, you know, inevitably you said it at the beginning, we're all busy. We all work. We all take care of all these things that are going on. So the number one response I get immediately from a dad or even a mom that says, well, my husband works a lot. He's really busy. I say, so there's 180 days in the school year. Your kid shows up here six or seven hours a day. Uh, so multiply that out. We're talking close to 1,200 hours. And I'm asking him to show up three hours a year. Can he spare three hours a year to engage with his child? The moms are like, well, yeah, he could do that. <laughs> and then the dads go, well, I can do that. That's the one that's all I ask. Um, and how do they do that? I ask them to show up to a breakfast. That's a half hour. We do six of them a year. And they're going to eat anyway, right? So you, you're going to eat anyway. And, and, and look, we have free donuts, right? And the kids love the donuts. Um, it, it, I ask you to read once a year, right? And that, and you have three opportunities to do so, but it's right after one of those breakfasts. So you could add 15 minutes on the one of those breakfasts and make it 45 minutes. I encourage you if you had a great time, and I am sure you will, show up to a second one. We're at an hour and a half. And then one of the things we do with the FBI dads, because dads do like to uh, roll up our sleeves, show our muscles and some of our skills, is we have uh, beautification days at the school twice a year where we pressure wash, rebuild picnic tables, paint things that need to be painted, uh, drop pine straw, whatever the school needs that day. I get a group of, you know, we've had 50, 60 dads come out for two or three hours. Uh, and I ask them just to give one hour at one of those cleanup days. And I'll tell you, the dads walk away almost every time, almost without fail. Uh, half of them thank me personally for allowing them a space to contribute to the school. So what does that tell me? And what does that tell you? It tells us that dads want to be involved. We just need to create a space, especially in the school, for them to do that. And we do things, and then we do things in the breakfast and exercises that they can bring home also. Um, so and that's dads want to connect. Well, they're being involved then also. They're contributing to their child's uh, school, which is going to really help their child in, in the long run because the more beautification that you do or the more repaired uh, tables outside or, or planting trees or whatever is going to help them have a better environment to learn in. Don't you agree? 
100%. And, you know, and, and then the dads feel comfortable at the school. So if they have to go for any other reason, um, I was just sharing this story of last year's daddy daughter dance, right? It was right after our fifth dad's breakfast. So dads had five opportunities and some of them took every opportunity to be at the school. And then we had the daddy daughter dance. You know that we had 500 attendees at our daddy daughter dance. That's and cool. the moms were like, well, how do you get that kind of result? And, and, and I never shared this with the PTA or the moms or anything, but it's real simple from my perspective. The dad showed up, had a great time at least once, if not maybe five times. They're familiar with the school. And when they go to the school, they have a good time with their kids. So when the daddy daughter dance comes up and mom says, hey, you got to bring Josie to, to the daddy daughter dance. Maybe if he hadn't been to the school, it's like, well, I don't know where the school is and I'm not familiar and I wouldn't know where the park and, but they don't have that, right? Because they're unfamiliar maybe in that scenario. But when you have a dad's program at the school and you've been there and every time was a, a really fun experience, it's kind of like, just put it on my calendar. I can't wait to go because my experience when I go to the school is I engage with my kid. They thank me for it. We have a great interaction and my kid absolutely loves it when I do it. There's no barrier to entry um, when you have a program like this. You know, Ryan, I tell you, it's, it's one thing to say you're involved. It's another thing to actually be involved. And um, I, I've talked with a lot of dads over the years of our ministry here at Dads for Life. We're in the 17th year now. And a lot of them just say, well, I don't have time. I said, well, you have time to go fishing. You have time to go hunting, whatever their thing is, right? Well, of course, I have to do that for an outlet. Well, don't you think your children are going to benefit from your outlet being them at least a couple of times a month, you know, that you've planned something? And uh, our son-in-law does a wonderful um, thing. I, I encourage this with a lot of dads is that if you have more than one child, uh, you take them out individually and spend time with them like a daddy, daughter, daddy, son outing of some kind. And then you take them out as a family to, sh to show them how they react with each other. And, and, and you're teaching the family then or all the children. But you take them out individually so you can learn their personalities because not all your kids are the same. All, all kids have the same personalities. Not all your children need to do what you want them to do for life. They, God is <laughs> in them you know, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11, for they know the plan he knows the plans he has for us. It's not exactly what our parents are in life. And when you take them out individually and you're involved with them individually, you're learning their personalities. And that way we can help guide them and direct them in the path that they should lead. And the more we're involved as your program teaches fathers to be involved, the more we do that, Ryan, I think the more we're learning our child. Don't you agree? Oh, 100%. You know, and, and you know, it's interesting. Uh, so as you say that I say I do something in the program, I, I always ask them to finish a sentence with their kids. But what I say, I say, I need you dads right now. This is my favorite part of the program. And it's right at the beginning. I said, I, I want you to face your child eye to eye, face to face, eye level and look them in the eyes right now. So dads, just just turn to your child and child turn to your dad. And I want you to finish this sentence. And I put it up on the screen behind me. And I said, and it says, I am proud of you because. 
and the and I get to watch from stage, right? So I get to watch these kids' faces light up as dad meets them eye level, talks to them as a peer, right? At least at that level, they're not looking down at them, they're not looking up at dad. This is equal level. They're looking them right in the eye and they're saying, I'm proud of you because, and they finish that sentence for that child. And you should see these kids' faces light up and giggle and smile. And I've actually turned it around on the dad for this very purpose you just said, Keith. I said, we're going to change it up one month. I said, we're going to change it up. Kids, I want you to look at your dad and tell him something you're proud of them for. And can I tell you, I've had grown men walk up to me in tears after the event and say, I didn't even know my kid knew that about me. Hmm. They're paying attention, dads. Pay attention. Give, Give them an opportunity to share with you their thoughts. But they'll do it more if you share your thoughts of them with them. Absolutely. I, um, I remember some stories of, of talking with dads about um, they didn't know what to do in this situation. They didn't know what to do in that situation. They'd already ruined it with their children or whatever. And I said, just write a letter. And actually, one of them told me that doing that opened up a whole new communication level with their child. And I think if we just take that first step, if we take that, that step of faith, I think God can open up some great doors. So I just believe that uh, what you're doing is, is wonderful, uh, Ryan. And, and I would just like for you to encourage our dads out there listening. And we have a lot of moms listen, by the way, to what we're doing. Uh, I'd like to you to um, just encourage them as we begin to wrap up here, how, how to be involved. If they're not involved in your program or a program like that at school, what can they do to actually just start taking that step of faith to be involved? You know, it's such a great question. And I actually, for your listeners, for anybody who wants, um, you can go to my website and get a free download. And it's something that will take people, time is important to all of us, right? But it's mostly important to our kids. So, uh, and I'll share it with you this way. I always ask dads, how do kids spell love? And it's a trick question, but it's T-I-M-E. All they want from us is our time. And And how we show up with that time and the intentionality of it is important. So it doesn't take a lot of time to build a child up. It doesn't take a lot of time to tear them down either. So our words are powerful, so use them wisely, right? And this download, I call the Dad Daily Four. And the Dad Daily Four is four simple things that you could implement immediately to empower your kids. And if you do it consistently, it only takes four minutes a day. And if you do it day in, day out, and some days you'll do just one of them, and some days you'll do all four, and sometimes maybe you'll do them multiple times a day. But what I encourage people to do, and I'm going to share with you what these things are, is if you tell your kids every single day through your words and actions, but especially dads in your words, because the challenge with dads is sometimes we didn't hear these three words from our own fathers. So it's hard for us to say, but tell your kids, I love you, right? Those are strong words, but let them know. Don't assume they know, tell them. I wanna encourage you to tell them the second part of it is, I believe in you. And how do you believe in them and how do you show that? When they say, dad, I want to do that. 
and maybe dad's using a hammer, teach them and say, I believe you can do it, but I want to teach you the proper technique. And it could be something a little bit further along. Maybe you got teenage kids and like, dad, I want the keys to the car. And they're 14. And you say, you know what? You could reach the pedals and I trust you enough. And I believe you can do it, but under my supervision. That was the third one. I snuck it in there unintentionally, but I trust you. Trust them to make decisions. Trust that they're going to make mistakes, but they can learn from them. My mother always said, Ryan, you're going to make a lot of mistakes. I don't have a problem with the mistakes as long as you learn from them. And the last one I shared with you, which works tremendously in the audience of an FBI dad's breakfast or event is I am proud of you because, and finish that, but finish it with intentionality because I'll share with you in my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had. One of the chapters is in there. I call it daddy talk time. At the end of the night, every night I talk to my two boys at this point. When I wrote the book, it was just one. But I tell them based on what I heard them say throughout the day, hey, how was your day at school? I did this. I did that. I, as they speak to me, whether it's at the dinner table, in the car, as I pick them up, whatever it is, I share with them what I'm proud of them for. And I tell them five things, but I encourage you just to say one thing because that'll get the ball rolling. And you could get that free download at fbidads.com forward slash Keith because we're on Keith's show today. So that's my gift to your audience and, and hopefully a gift that keeps on giving when they implement it. Well, thank you, Ron. I appreciate that. And we'll put that link in our show notes here as well today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to my friend, Ryan Roy, we're talking about FBI dads, fathers being involved. And go to his website and learn more, maybe how you can be involved. Ryan, are you setting up other chapters at other schools as well, if dads are interested in starting this at their own child school? Absolutely. This is something that uh, is a work in progress. As we all know, 2020 hit. There was great intentionality and I had a few things lined up, but with the schools being closed and now that they're even open, you know, they're not allowing a lot of things inside of the schools. That opportunity isn't there, but we have gone virtual at our own school in our own chapter. Uh, and I am looking at opportunities for other schools uh, to go virtual also. So information, if people want it, you have an opportunity on fbidads.com to give us your information and let us know that you're interested and we'll reach out and show, tell you how we can help uh, implement an FBI dads chapter in your school. Well, you've heard it right there from Ryan himself, folks. So this is Ryan Roy, FBI dads. You can learn more at his website, fbidads.com. All that we're trying to say to you today is be involved and read the blog that we're going to have associated with this particular podcast uh, coming out this week, because, you know, I, I just, I want us to think about as we're going into this year and we're in our second year our second month of the year now, I mean, time is continuing to pass. We're still coming through the pandemic. We're still working through all this, but don't let the problems of our world affect you into where you're not involved in your children's life. They need you more now than ever before. They need you to be encouraging to them and, and try to help them get through this, just like you're trying to, mom and dad, just like you're trying to aunts and uncles and grandparents. Uh, I, we have seen at Dads for Life that there's a lot of guardians over our children. 
for various reasons. So no matter who you are that's overseeing a child's growth, you want to make sure that you are involved with them and helping them grow. So we've been listening to Ryan Roy of FBI Dads, and you want to learn more, you can go and check out one of his his social media sites, and he can definitely uh, assist you in getting involved at your own school, or maybe just in your own neighborhood, or maybe just in your own family. That's where we would start. Ryan, any final words? I think you just said it beautifully there. Uh, just be involved, be intentional, um, you know, and it doesn't take a lot. When a, a father... I talked to so many dads and I'm sure you have over the years that said, my father never said, I love you. There are three words, use them. Don't assume because they need to hear it. Uh, tell them you believe in them. Tell them that you trust them. Tell them that you're proud of them. And I'll leave with this last thought because it was powerful for me when I read it, as I was studying what it looked like to be a good father before my son was even walking and it said, us as humans, it takes 20 positive messages to negate one negative message. Think about that. If we are not the ones empowering our kids, the world is going to get them. And as a friend of mine said, he listened to a podcast of mine one time, and he says, you know, something that just stuck out and it just lingers with me. He goes, and I wish you would use it more <laughs> when you talk to people. And so I'm going to implement it here because I read it somewhere or, or, or something. It says, if you don't pay attention to your kids, somebody else will. And that doesn't always turn out well. Pour into your kids and download the Dad Daily 4. It's a good start. I think that's a great place to start, and I appreciate you today. Folks, you've been listening to Ryan Roy, FBI Dads, today here on the Dad Connection Podcast. You can find out more for him uh, from him at his sites right there posted here on this podcast as well, and I encourage you to do so. I'm also going to put a link to your book right there for them also that they can go and just uh, click on that and read uh, to be the dad they wish they had had. So I tell you, I'm... Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, us continuing to work down the road together, Ryan, and I appreciate you being with us right here on the Dad Connection. Thanks for listening to the Dad Connection podcast with Keith Jowers. For more inspiration, motivation, guidance, and encouragement, visit KeithJowers.com. And make sure to follow Dads for Life on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. 